Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church, and today we come to day number 181 and Psalms 30 and 31. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Your word is truth. You alone have the words of eternal life. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Fill us, teach us, guide us. According to your word today, by your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 30, a psalm of David, a song at the dedication of the temple. So, so David probably wrote this psalm for the dedication of the temple, which he had set aside materials and money for, and which his son Solomon actually built and dedicated. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Amen. Psalm 30. Now, this might seem like a strange thing for David to write for the dedication of the temple, but David had been through much in his life. If you're familiar at all with the life of David, and if you're not, I suggest you just go and read First and Second Samuel, but David's life had been full of persecution and loneliness, and sin, and sorrow, and suffering, and being misunderstood, and being harassed, but also of great blessing that he didn't deserve. And toward the end of his life, as he had matured, and as he had gotten some perspective, and as he had looked at his life and the impact he might live, his, his heart's desire toward the end of his life was to build a temple for the Lord. And he knew that he couldn't build it himself. God had told him, because you were a man of violence and you have shed much blood, you are not going to be the one to build my temple. And so that had to be, in a sense, heartbreaking for David, uh, obviously, because he really wanted to build the temple to the Lord. And the Lord said to him, no, because you've been too violent and you've shed too much blood, but your son will. And so he dedicated the latter years of his life to saving up money setting aside materials and resources, drawing up plans, coming up with a schedule for the, the singers who would lead the Thanksgiving Psalms and the Levites who would serve in the temple and the, the schedules that they would have for service and for going home and rest and all these things he had, he had prepared and planned. 
And he trusted God by faith that the day would come when Solomon would actually be able to dedicate the temple, but he knew he wasn't going to be there himself. And so he's giving his testimony of praise to God that God has brought him through so many difficult things and that he is greatly blessed and that God gets all of the praise for it. And he calls others on the basis of his testimony, he calls others to praise the Lord. So he talks about in the opening verses, the, the things that he had been through and how God had responded to him, how God had drawn him up, how God had not let his foes rejoice over him, but God had healed him and brought his soul from Sheol and restored his life after he'd been persecuted by Saul for years, after he'd lived among the Philistines for years, after his son Absalom had led a rebellion against him and overthrown his monarchy for a period of time. He had had a period of civil war in the early days of his kingship. He had had the judgment of God after the census, but through all of that, God had drawn him up, God had healed him, God had restored him. And so he calls the people of God, sing praises to the Lord. Give thanks for his holy name, because here's a statement that's true for all of God's people. If you're under his discipline and you're feeling the weight of his anger, it is but for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night but joy comes with the morning. And sometimes that morning is after this life and in eternity, but joy will come with the morning and the day of joy will be eternal. David had been arrogant. This could have been him reflecting back on the Absalom rebellion incident, or it could be him thinking about the census and the disaster he brought upon Israel after the census. But he had been arrogant and he had said in his prosperity, I shall never be moved. That was wrong for him to think that because it's only God's favor that makes us stand strong. And so when God hid his face, he was dismayed. And so he cries out to the Lord and the Lord answers him. The Lord answers him when he pleads to him. And now he can have dancing and gladness and praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. I don't know what hard things you've been through. Everyone goes through hard things. And if you're a child of God, sometimes you are disciplined by the Lord to help you overcome a sin or to help you remember a lesson or to deepen your dependence on him or to humble you in your pride. But when God brings you through, and God will bring you through, maybe you're in the midst of it right now and you haven't been brought through yet, but God will bring you through. And you can always give him thanks. And you can always praise his name for his promises never fail. Psalm 31 is also written to the choir master as a psalm of David. David writes, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me. A strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. And for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me. For you are my refuge. Into your hand, I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul, and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. 
Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the terror of many, for I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight. But you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Amen. That's Psalm 31. Now in Psalm 31, we have a clue here, a reminder to us, that the Psalms written by David are never only ever just about David. David is always, by the inspiration of his Holy Spirit, of God's Holy Spirit, in some ways pointing us forward to his greater son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 5, into your hand I commit my spirit, were the last words of Jesus before he died on the cross. He cried out, it is finished. And then he cried, into your hands I commit my spirit. And he died. So this psalm, as well as Psalm 30, the pattern of going through difficulty, of going through hardship, and then coming out with a glorious rescue, and being raised up, and being brought through and rescued, that is, that is ultimately fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ, in his death and resurrection. So, when Jesus was surrounded by his enemies, when he was in the net hidden by his enemies who plotted against him to use Judas to betray him and to use the Romans to execute him, he committed himself to the Lord. And he could rejoice because through death, and through the grave, God the Father brought him to life again. And so though he had sorrow, he was betrayed by Judas, he was denied by Peter, he was abandoned by all of his disciples. As he became sin for us, my strength fails because of my iniquity, verse 10, 
is talking about when Jesus became sin for us. Our sin was counted as his sin, and that's when his strength failed, and that's when his bones wasted away, and his adversaries made him a reproach. He was mocked and and scorned with ridicule by those who were around the cross, saying, oh, you save saved others, you can save yourself. Come down from there if you're the Messiah and all these kinds of things that they mocked Jesus with from the foot of the cross. But Jesus was trusting in himself, in in his father. He was trusting in his father within his heart on the cross. And God the father heard him and God the father brought him back to life and made him the captain of salvation and the pioneer of salvation for all who believe in him. And so all of us who believe in God, we can, we can take cover in God. We can rejoice in the abundance of his goodness. We can rejoice in his steadfast love shown in the resurrection of Jesus. We can love him. We can be strong in him. We can take courage in him because nothing we ever face in this life is darker or harder than the cross. And if God the Father brought Jesus through the cross and into resurrection glory, and we are in Christ we will be brought through into resurrection glory in Christ on that great day when he comes again. Isn't that the good news? That's where we need to anchor our hearts always, no matter what's going on in our lives. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, your son, our savior. Thank you that you rescued him from death and brought him into life again so that he could be the captain of salvation, the source of eternal life for all who hope in him. Thank you that you've set this pattern that though we suffer for a period of time in this life, though we endure hardship and persecution from the enemy of our souls who hates us and maybe ridicule from the world, through this suffering, you are bringing us into glory. And we thank you for that. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, that's Psalms 30 and 31. Please join me tomorrow as we're going to be going to Proverbs again. Proverbs chapter 7 before we begin Numbers the day after tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. Have a blessed day in the Lord.